Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning and welcome to Run Country with me, Rob Deering. And yeah, Paul's not here, just me, just me running down the road talking to myself. And I do apologise for that. There's two reasons why uh, I'm running solo right now. One, Paul is quarantined in his house. And two, we actually attempted to record a classic phone call running commentary. Uh, and uh, let's say classic, you know, we're talking lockdown 2020, old school. And uh, we succeeded and it was funny and full of great stuff. And uh, yeah, it didn't work. But anyway, uh, the good news is um, some of it did work. So Paul will be along later. Um, so that's something to look forward to. But until then, you got me on my Todd. I'm my lonesome, running in a cold, wet um, N16 street and uh, missing my brother in running. But Paul had an exciting week. I thought I was going to tell you about my exciting week, and I believe I will in the fullness of time. But his week somewhat put my week into uh, perspective because I don't know if you remember when we were on Hampstead Heath last week, Paul was saying he wanted to do something uh, frontline, he maybe volunteer at an ICU. And he got in touch with um, University College Hospital, his friend's hospital where his kids are born. And uh, they said, yeah, we could use your help, which, as we were saying, is a bit of a red flag. You know, if they need Paul at the hospital, things must be bad. You know, not being, but he's it's not like he's a doctor. You know what I mean? Anyway, so he went and got some really serious PPE training. They moulded a mask to his face. They fed him gas through it to see if he was getting any gas through it morning magpie and uh, at one point the nurse said to him bend over and count down from 100 and he got to like 60 before she told him to stop and he was <laughs> he was saying well the counting is hard enough let alone the gas anyway so and then they put even more pp over that and then because he was at the hospital and it was on offer they gave him the first dose the Pfizer vaccine. So, you know, talk about being at the front line of what's going on with the pandemic in Britain. That was last week. The weekend, 
he came home, his daughter, Bonnie, not feeling very well. On Sunday, she got a test. She tested positive for COVID-19, which obviously is a, a real concern. Although, when I asked Paul how she was doing, he was like, yeah, yeah, she's fine, she's all right. He's, <laughs> he said, she's not exactly a trooper. So I congratulated him on his deep empathy and care looking after her in this way but he was uh, <laughs> she's clearly slightly uh, Paulish and cynical about her historical uh, role as a patient when Bonnie was seven apparently she wasn't feeling very well and she said it's worse when I turn corners and uh, obviously she's a grown up now and they're still reminding her of that so as I say it's a house of sympathy and care and she appears to be doing fine and he, luckily, they're in a big house, uh, quarantining within the house, and uh, Paul's got the kind of downstairs area. And uh, the downside of that, and he's had a test, and he's all clear, but he's going to have another test, because his wife also has been feeling ill. And they both tested negative, but they're staying home, obviously, but also repeated testing, and Paul's laughing, because he's just got the best of all possible worlds. He's got the Virtue PPE, ICU volunteering. He's had the vaccine, but he was locked into his house before he got the chance to do anything useful. Anyway, the useful thing he can do at home, which between you and me, he was really moaning about, is providing food and succor to his family. Now, this is particularly funny for me, because this is my favourite thing. You know, I get really stressed out about work and continuing with the life outside home. But at Deering Towers, knowing what we're having for dinner, making sure there's food in the cupboards and providing meals on a day-to-day basis gives me validation, you know. And, it's, and that enjoyment is exacerbated by the fact that it's complicated because we have one uh, omnivore, three vegans and one gluten-free, etc. So I love that stuff. Meanwhile, he's saying, I'm about to do all the meals. And 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 two of them are vegetarian. Well, what am I supposed to do with that? So that's my poor fish. Enjoy it. It's uncanny, wasn't it? Anyway, the other day, um, Rachel asked for um, a baked potato with beans and cheese, which, yeah, of course, that's a really tough one. You know, and it's a shame Michelle Roux wasn't there or... Rick Stein to knock that up. But Paul stepped up to the plate, you know. He can do it. I can do it. So he uh, did the baby potato, got the cheese ready, got the beans out. And as I say, his eldest and his wife are vegetarian in 2021. He only had the beans with the little sausages in. Now, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know where you find those in 2021 because I'm pretty sure... That was the height of tea time fashion in 1981. But anyway, he just took the little sausages out. And I suppose the advantage there is that the, uh, there's not much meat in those, is there? They're not exactly, you know, they're not. Yeah, they still come from the pig, unfortunately, whatever it is, meat or not. Those soft little sausages. We took them out. And if the beans and jacket of potato and beans and cheese tasted slightly of pork, then mm, what a treat. Num, num, num. So that was Paul's story. And when we told it together, you just have to take my word for it. It was a lot funnier. He's got a coronavirus in the house. He's quarantining at home. He's had the vaccine. He's been taking nasty sausages out of beans. 
that's pretty much all the news that's fit to print. Then we got cut off, so we'll continue now with just me. But cross your fingers, Paul Tonkinson himself, live from his own kitchen, will be joining us before too long. Hey, listen, I tell you what, I've got an idea. I, I'm going to run on talking to myself, and uh, but I've still got the headphones in, so you just c call me back if you get it working. So at that point, um, I lost Paul, and I hope that you got get what he said so far, but he is uh, quarantining at home, and his daughter has uh, COVID-19, and he has had the vaccine, but you, hopefully you heard all that. Anyway, then his uh, recorder... Uh, fell out, and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, our technical uh, situation is the least of our worries, but I still, at the back of my mind, have it in my head that this is all just a lie, so that Paul can send me running around my own neighbourhood, um, wearing this silly, fluffy little ball on my chin on my own, talking to myself, but that's what I'm doing, I stay with it, I'm talking to you, so that even if we don't get any more of him... You get to hear from us. Because I thought this week we would end up just talking about, you know, the, the running culture war, which I think has always been stoked. It's gone up above the parapet of society, and now Piers Morgan has rolled in. Everyone's got an opinion, everyone's angry. And when it comes down to it, it's complicated, isn't it? Some people, whether they're walkers or runners, are respectful of other people's space, and some people aren't. Some people really want to be, but they're unable to be, and so on and so forth. So uh, we don't want to wade too far into that, but equally, I'm sure we don't want to get to a situation where we're banned from running. It was Sophie Rayworth the other day, who just posted a nighttime picture from Primrose Hill, just saying, thank goodness we can still run, and she is not wrong. And uh, on the other side of things, you know, places are busy. It's a lockdown factor. I'm back to avoiding anywhere where there isn't room, you know, like uh, towpaths, the park and walk. I went to Victoria Park the other day for a run. It was pouring with rain, and it's very spacious. So that was good, but it's still, you still have to avoid people all day, you know? So uh, I've been, this is what I was going to report on, but it seems, frankly, incredibly dull compared to Paul's excitements. But I'll tell you anyway, which is... I've gone back to, like this time last year, or rather last April or whatever, finding the leafy, open, quietest streets. So right now I'm running the little past the posh houses 10k loop that uh, me and my wife have taken to uh, doing this last year. And yesterday I ran south towards the city, which was... I felt kind of guilty because it felt like tourism, you know, because I could see all these London landmarks, but it wasn't a very long run. It wasn't, it was longer than it was supposed to be, but that's another story. I'll get to that. But um, <laughs> I ran down towards the city and it was uh, beautiful. There was no one there, just empty. I was following a route we'd found cycling. It's one of the quiet cycle routes and there wasn't anyone cycling it. It was Monday and... Uh, there I was just with the city to myself, you know, ran down through, I don't know, I suppose through Hoxton, down to the Barbican, and then St. Paul's. It was really surreal and uh, very nice to see it all. 
But yeah, I still felt non-specifically guilty. Silly, really, because if I lived next to fields, I'd have run out into those, you know. And it was very quiet, but there we are. I was in central London, and I do apologize. Anyway, here's the story. Got to St. Paul's. It's really windy here, I bet you can't even hear me now. I got St. Paul's, and uh, I was caught short. Yeah, that's right. And of course, public toilets are not open these days. And it can be more convenient for a man in public, although I don't really approve of that kind of behavior. But I want to be clear, a, a low wall to stand behind would not have been enough. Do you understand? You understand what I'm saying to you? Of course you do. So, long story short, I was north of the Thames at St. Paul's. And uh, the closest, best place I could come up with to visit was London Bridge Station. So I went down across the river past Shakespeare's Globe. I don't think you, I don't know if you've ever nearly soiled yourself next to Shakespeare's Globe, but I have. And that's uh, it's an interesting one to add to the list in 2021. And uh, got to the uh, London Bridge. First time I've been in the railway station for months and months and months. I was carrying a mask and hand wash. And of course, there's nobody there, so that was good. And the other really good news is that their public toilets are currently open. And frankly, if that wasn't the case, I'd be telling a very different story now. And I think in any other week, this would be quite a fun running commentary uh, report. But I think the combination of me literally talking to myself as I tell it to you, and the fact that uh, Paul's story is rather more dramatic, despite our levity when talking about it, throws it into slightly rubbish relief. But anyway, um, that was what happened to me, and it's lucky it didn't happen to me and Paul. Otherwise, you know, I can't finish that sentence because it's going to get disgusting. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here he is. Let's see if we can reconnect. 
Okay, so hopefully, if this all goes well, we're in uh, Act 3 of our little uh, recording. And I've got to tell you, Paul, that while you were recombobulating your recorder, I did quickly tell everyone the story of how I ran down to... Uh, the sites of London yesterday and then got caught caught short and was very lucky to find the toilets in London Bridge Station open. You're such a traditionalist, aren't you, demanding a toilet? You're you're so old school. I don't know. I mean, you would have... uh, No, no one would have wanted... I was daydreaming about the tissues in my pocket, (laughs) but really... You, if, I, if it had gone that way, then you wouldn't hear about us on the podcast. You'd have been reading about it in the papers. I know that's the, that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing in lockdown when you're in when you're in a heavy built-up area and you get caught short. Yeah. There's no bogs open. That's the, that's the, you went to the you went to the station. Which one did you go to? Which one? Which one of what? Which station did you go to? Sorry. London Bridge. London, London Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. I was saying, I, I, but I had to kind of stop and clench out right next to Shakespeare's Globe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a moving, a moving tribute to his, to his work. <laughs> Is this a dagger I see before me? <laughs> Is this a fountain I see behind me? Did you have to? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have to pay to get in, or are you were you okay? To, did you have to vault? The, the turnstile. No, I was able head. to walk right in. It's uh, oh, they've got people making sure. Oh, it's windy here. They've got people making sure that there's masks and everything. And right, okay. So it's all very uh, secure, but oh, open. It was, it was, it was perfect. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was actually for a moment there. It was absolutely wonderful. The relief, <laughs> blessed, yeah. blessed relief. And, and Beautiful uh, thing. Well done. And how long did you run yesterday? I did. Uh, I did pushing eleven yesterday, and wow. it was really nice. Took it really easy, you know. Yeah. I was saying um, to myself <laughs> that, uh, you know, in light of uh, the current situation and the kind of uh, online discussion about it all, you know, I've I've been re-embracing a bit like re-embracing this technology. We can get back to that. I've been re-embracing the the concept of uh, empty streets. Yes. Rather than green spaces, you know. Right. Which okay. is why I wasn't in a park where the yeah, toilets probably would have would have been open. But anyway, yeah, that's um, but that's what I'm doing now. I'm running the uh, the, the uh, leafy boulevard 10k around my house. Right. And yesterday I went down through past St Paul's and the Barbican, and it was, uh, you know, just no one there at all. It it's pretty. Um, it's like being in a village because then you do see someone. And then you see them again. That's how few people there are. Yes. You know, I saw a guy in the distance uh, hiring an electric bike and he got on it and cycled off. And I must have overtaken him or gone a different way because I was a bit later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah. Him, I saw him getting off it and locking it up. I'm like, nice. why nice. am I seeing him twice? How many extras have been employed <laughs> for this? Because <laughs> the, pa- the, parks are, the parks are full and, and just have been all year, haven't they? That's right. It's just, it's just, it's just statistics, isn't it? You can't, you know. Obviously, we can all get angry with inconsiderate individuals. You know, there was a proper um, party somewhere near me on Saturday night, which seems ridiculous. But cutting out a little. There was a party near me on Saturday night. Right. (laughs) So that's silliness. Yeah. But in terms of parks and stuff. It's just numbers of people. It's where people are going to go, you know. Yes. And it it just sort of uh, adds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so what can we say? It seems, it seems, I was starting to feel a little bit optimistic before before Bonnie got just because the vaccination yeah, is, yeah. is going well. An awful lot of people are getting vaccinated. Um, well, it's like you said it yourself before Christmas. You said that, you know, it's the basic principle that has been going around, but it needs to be reiterated is that we're close to an end point for this. 
But we're not at that end point. No, no, and we're not. In between now and then, we shouldn't be... Uh, it's worse. No, exactly. And, and, and if we can just... You know, you can feel... If you just hit it a little... Hit it hard now with the vaccine, then that's just much better than... The vaccines are here, so let's mess about. And just extend this... <laughs> extend this nightmare into May, you know it. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. To there's a chance to really squash it. In terms yeah, of, yeah. And there's a, an awful lot of vaccine about. I mean, this is... Um, it's all about the area where you live. But, um, yeah. Dooley du du knows this doctor who comes home every night with vaccines left over. Cause there's vaccines left over. Right. And he just puts them on his neighbourhood WhatsApp and said, who fancy? Then people scuttle over. So it's wow. like, it's like <laughs> yes, there will be uh, there will be listeners around Britain whose jaws have just never mind laughing in the middle of a never run. have <laughs> never have the neighbourhood WhatsApp group seemed more important. Um, but it, but that ma it makes sense because the Pfizer's only got a window where it's where it's useful where it can be used because of the refrigeration. So and there's a ca there will be some left out. So oh, but but basically that's just a sign that the vaccine's out. It's a bit like the positive version of the old Gary Larson cartoon, isn't it? You remember the Gary Larson cartoon with the twinkling bell of the ice cream van, but it turned out to be the vaccination van? Right, I didn't know that one. This know. is like the reverse of that, where it looks like there's still a few unwanted quality street under the Christmas tree. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. wait a minute, it's the Pfizer vaccine. It's the va and, and Let's have it. An awful lot of people are volunteering to, to be a vaccine. Well, possibly partly because they get vaccinated in the process, but... That that's that. There's an awful lot of people try, that I know training up to, to vaccinate them. So yeah, you know. and they want to do the right thing. It's like the idea of getting all the old and vulnerable people in in the daytime and then getting everyone else in it in the night. You know, like sort of vaccine vampires. That works. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. Let's just wait. Let's just wait and see. And in the meantime, keep 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 as fit as we can. And let's hope I don't get it from my daughter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And let's, of course, of course, Sorry. I'm being, I'm being playful about it, but it, it was, it, it was, it was a worry when she told me. You don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to get it, of course. No, but, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Just, 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 just the base. But it is a shame, but it is a shame, and as I was saying that, I can't get out and run, because I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling pretty, I'm actually feeling pretty chipper. I still haven't drank. Um, yeah, well done. Which for me, this is day 18. This is the longest I've gone without drinking for an awful and uh, do you think, are you, are you thinking of it in any way as dry January, or do you think that as February comes along, you're just going to roll on into that? Yeah, I'm not thinking dry January, I'm just thinking... I'd That's good, because you don't want to leap off on no, February no, no, the 1st and really kind not, of really, overread it. I'm really enjoying the, the concept of the change of, the change of life and the sense of... It, 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 it's just re it's released me from the kind of uh, boom and bust thing, which stand-up stand does as well, doesn't it? Stand-up's highs and lows kind of built in to it the higher the performance and then you're driving down the m1 afterwards and it's out two in the morning yeah yeah um and drink does that as well for me anyway just in incredible highs when i'm drunk that propels me into drinking more i mean this obviously yeah this this is well known a, a lot of people do this but uh, also don't you think it's a slightly false memory because you all think you know with it's true with all kinds of addictive things like uh, cigarettes or delicious pasties yeah. you know, you think about the time when it was brilliant and that's what you're trying to get back to but actually you know that high if you if one gets really drunk and is really high we're probably talking about an hour of joy and larks yeah 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 and yeah. a couple of hours of 
angry misadventures and stumbling to the bathroom. Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It's, it's, yeah, we it's just wipe those all out in the memory. Yeah, he's kind of thinking, sort of, well, the sort of habit of it, sort of sinking into a familiar embrace, you know. It's just yeah, sort of like yeah. sinking into some pool. And, and, and you know, and, and what it does do, it, it stops, it's not only the boozing, it's cut out all that kind of late night eating or the occasional, not very often, but occasionally me and, me and Rachel would have a, a sort of bored, drunk round. Just, from the, just, just arising purely out of boredom, just because we're drunk yeah, yeah. and bored. Oh, um, you're always at risk as, as, as a married couple. Booze puts one much closer to potential for conflict. <coughs> it can do. Not, not, <coughs> excuse me. Normally we're fine, but occasionally the kind of the, the, the kind of contempt comes to before you know it. You're in some kind of Virginia Wolf play or something, sort of dripping yeah. with sarcasm. <laughs> it's just like. This isn't who we are. And we're having a much better laugh, not being drunk. We're just having a laugh more often. Uh, yeah. And that they say good. that, I, I heard that psychologically your thinking gets much smaller and more circular. That's the same as, you know, getting in and around on the internet. Right. And uh, I remember when I was younger, you used to have a couple of friends who used to say they do, they'd lock on. So basically, kind of make an interesting, what might even be quite an interesting conversational point yeah. at kind of half ten. But when they just say it again for the 10 millionth time yes, at yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to make it stop. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. That is, uh, that's the same rhythm that leads to those yes. pointless yeah, kind yeah. of, like you say, lazy rows. Yeah, you just get, yeah, you just sort of stuck in some, who's going to take the dog out? I took the dog out yesterday, but I got her up this morning. And, and, uh, just a, let's eat the dog. You know, it's, it's, kind of, it's just like... Let's just not Seriously, get you, you were so counter anti this vegetarianism, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> come on. Is dog vegetarian? Um, so, yes. So, so, so we're basically, we're a bit more sort of giddy and fun, but it might be the honeymoon phase of the, of the not booze. Well, I'm, I'm, I know that it settles down. Then, but I'm doing things like playing chess with the kids. I'm playing chess. Who, who, who likes chess among your... Uh, they're all, they're, they're all in, they've all been playing loads of chess apart from right? All the kids are playing in this sort of mini tournament. I had the first, normally I don't play chess because I take it, I find it so intense that I find defeat so crushing. Um, yeah, it does hurt, doesn't it? Yeah. That I just can't do it. And, but I played yesterday, I got down to the last, we were like, ended up with three pieces each, me and Rudy, and he beat me. And I was okay wow. with it. I was fine with it. Yeah. He's, he's, Very he's, good. That's he's impressive. He's quite a decent player. We, we, we played. I shook his hand. And that was it. He, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, I, my I really son, it's, it. it's been good for me on a similar pathway, but a different uh, place, is that my son is really good at chess. Right. And, uh, and I've always known how to play it, and I've never been much good. Yeah. And just to, to play him, and as a result of playing him, I've raised my game. Right. And I still, you know... Like you say, it's no fun getting beaten because you really do. It's like a fighting game on a computer, isn't it? When they put someone beats you at chess, it is like they've taken your, run you through and then picked up your corpse and chucked it down and chopped your head off. You know well, what I mean? Well, it's well very kind of, oof, ow. They've shown that they're smarter than you. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the pieces are there. We know what they do. We, we all know what we try to achieve with them. And they yeah, manage yeah, to yeah. do it. It's just like, how much more basic does it get? I mean, when Karpov and Kasparov used to play, they used to, they had to put a, a barrier under the table, didn't they? Because they were kicking each other under the table. It's, it's an aggressive... <laughs> it can be seen as an aggressive endeavour. To be fair... That Rudy, slightly uh, undermines the uh, grown-upness of the game, though, isn't it? If they were kicking each other it, in the cheeks. It chin. does a little bit. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, 
off, yeah. get off. Rude, Rudy beat me whilst also, you know, just looking at dance videos on his phone. You know what I mean? He just wow. pop up and then just do a move, and then I then I debate it for ten minutes, do a move, and then it, you know. So um, yeah, that's the other thing. I can't. I can only play with a bright light on the board. Yes. My reading glasses on, and without looking away. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the, there was one time recently when my wife asked me an important question. I looked up and answered her, and then I looked back and I lost, and that was obviously entirely her fault. Yes, of course. Yeah, it's, it's absolute <laughs> concentration. <laughs> I mean, basically, what we're saying is we're not very good at. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but no, I think it's more important. But no, I think the Freudian point is a good one. Yeah. We're feeling so, so much qualm that we're actually yeah. happy to be beaten by our, yes. by our progeny. Yeah, yeah. So, Let so we, we remain Galadriel and retreat into the West. So I've also been playing a lot of cribbage against my iPad, but that's slightly less psychologically dynamic. Right. Sorry. <laughs> it's, all, it's that weird thing. I mean... Obviously, as you say, it's completely different. That's the whole point. And also that idea of a honeymoon. We have to accept how crazy this time is. Yes. You know, on the good days and the bad days, the big news and the small news, this is just yeah. the very fact that it's another another lockdown. And another lockdown like last yeah. spring, not like last November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're Probably. kind of like, even in terms of the weirdness of modern life, it's extra weird. Yeah. Because it's like lockdown squared. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and the um, and when you don't booze, it opens out all that time before you, like days, days. They're just yeah. <laughs> although, although when you do booze, that's like a different day within the same day, is? Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. boozing gives. You. Like this is a new. Day. Yeah, and actually, that's. I'm glad you said that because that's what me and my wife have been trying to separate out. We really love our evenings. Yeah. You know, we do all kinds of things to keep busy. Yeah. And then. Kind of what at the time I was just about to say the yard arm, you know when we say right we're done working for today start sorting out dinner, yeah. put some nice music on, nice. maybe light some candles, nice. have a drink and a snack, you know, yeah, and maybe yeah. a hand of cards with the kids and it's absolutely great but it's been really important this month to separate out from drinking. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have to be drinking for that moment to arrive. No, but it, but it is nice to put it today because because. The temptation is when this, this, this is only for us because a lot of people are working at home. Uh, and, yeah, of and, course. And teaching kids, good, good luck. But, but I, I had, a, I had to really fight off the urge, just not to get drunk at eleven in the morning. Um, oh, it's, uh, our friend uh, Ellis James said the other day, he said, oh, I'm doing homeschooling, having a good time. The because uh, their kids are primary school age, aren't yeah. they? And. Uh, and then uh, I thought, this is good. I might have a pint. What time is it? It was 9.14. <laughs> it was that sort of, because, it, you know, you can just sort of sink into the inconsequentialism. And let's be, no I don't see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I'm too strict. Yeah, and, that's yeah, yeah. Why, okay. and I'll give you the interesting uh, comparisons. I know everyone's w wanting to know how our, you know, New Year's uh, rules are going. Yeah. And, of course, I, I never, I, I didn't stop drinking till January the 4th yeah. and since then I've been trying to uh, you know do, do moderation and keep it to weekends and stuff yeah. anyway as you know last week I only drank on Friday and Sunday yeah. but there was still a certain spirit of about that Sunday now this weekend I drank Friday Saturday Sunday it's three nights yes. so it's bending the rules I set up Right. but I, on every one of those nights I just had a couple of drinks and then stopped Nice. And it, it was there was no sense of 
binge or blitz. <laughs> and it was all very much with a commitment to coming back to, to, yeah, to five me. days without it. And, you know, I think for, obviously it's whoever you are, it's a different story. But for me, that was... Uh, that felt really healthy and, and like a breakthrough. It's, a, it's an equivalent to you actually losing at chess and not minding. It was like, wow. That's, that's proper. To, to me, moderate drinking is proper adult that I seem capable of. To me, the ultimate is Woody Allen, who has a small glass of red wine every day for dinner. That's the ultimate, because that's the, that's the healthiest way to drink, just to aid digestion. Yeah, well, I, I approve of all Woody Allen's choices. Yes, of course, yeah. But in terms of, uh, in terms of wine, he's got it. But I don't, I'm, just, I'm just incapable of doing that. He doesn't work with them. I'm more Gerard Depardieu, you know, sort of free yeah, and yeah. of <laughs> Hey, um, I, um, talking of uh, L.S. James, yeah. uh, Izzy Sooty, who is partner, our, our friend, got in touch the other day yeah. with an interesting question. She was just... Uh, chatting to me about it because uh, she'd been doing and this is interesting for listeners I think because she was doing Couch to 5k right. before Christmas and she said and I quote, I was loving it, absolutely loving it anyway, then uh, she's, they've got to homeschool the kids yeah. so she couldn't, kind of couldn't keep up with the regimen right. anyway we had a really nice chat about it because I was just saying if you love it then you're all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that Couch to 5K has people running every second day is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah. really good to get into it. But that regimen is just for you. It's so that you can get into running, you know. And once you're into running, it's your experience to mould, isn't it? Yes. However you want. I, I, I don't want to be pedant. I don't want to have a route. I'm not there. Regimen? Regime? Regimen. Yeah, regime is regime is more like what a despot does to a small, uh, democracy-free country. Regime. Right. I've regimen seen, I've is. Seen, I don't think I've ever used that. It's, it's a, it's a regi regimen. Regimen. That's a, that's a, that's just a. Obviously, I've seen it. That's just a standard of sort of a pattern of exercise or behaviour that's taking place. Kind of yeah, exactly. But you know, if you want to say regime, that's I'm fine. Normally say, I'm normally saying your regime, but regimen is. You're, you're obviously correct because you're always correct. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of those guys. Do you know, I know a lot of adult males called Reginald. And I also think of them as the Regimen. <laughs> <laughs> Here they come. Here they Hello, come. Reggie. Hello, the Reggie. Regiment. Hello, Reggie. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, and, and then, of course, Regiment pops up from Regiment. Yeah, that's right. Probably the other way around. Regiment probably wasn't the word, but it is now. Right. And I'm having it. So I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, no, hey, no, no, you're right. It's to be enjoyed. And if those things just get people get people into enjoying running, then she can take it however she Exactly. And that's a difficult step. You know, I totally get that. It's like talking to Eleanor about her app pushing her to a PV and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 there's an element of flying the nest. But that's why it's important to have someone to say, well, it's your run. Do what you like. You know, yes. if what you like is to not run, then it is really useful to have someone tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if, like she was saying, I want to get out running, but I'm worried about, you know, matching the distance in the app or going out enough times. It's like, Choose, choose your distance. Choose your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose your, choose your run. It's your run, yeah. and uh, it's really funny because that's something that um, it was so clear to me. And then the blooming uh, yoga teacher Adrienne shows what it's like to be on the other side. Adrian, <laughs> sorry, I just, I Adrian, just, I just had a flash me, Rocky then. Adrian, cut me. Um, but she, uh, <laughs> thanks for making me do my Rocky impression while I'm on my own. Downward down dog, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <Go on. laughs> 
<laughs> what did she yeah, say? This morning, she had us running up a flight of steps in Philadelphia. But, um, yeah, basically, it was a flip of the thing. It's like she's saying, you know, do you change this, do what you like with it, take it this way, take it that way. Yeah. You know, like I was just, like we were just saying about running. And I'm like, I don't know. You t- you have to tell me what to do. I can't. Like no, cause it, cause just coming into a new field, and, and then you, you can understand that a bit more. Yeah, you can see why people need a, people need a guru. That's yeah. why it's so dangerous that people treat us like gurus. Because we're really such a brace of idiots. Really well, dangerous. to be fair, people it's only you. I don't think people really come people to People have started to uh, make pilgrimage to my house. Yeah. Staring at the window. Get, I get a lot of that basic worship. Yeah, yeah. That they've, they've erected a, a stat tree. How's that now? just get a little bit worried. <laughs> hey, listen. Two things. One, Two well, things. three things. You're an absolute brat. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want them to put up a statue so I can throw it in the sea. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, sorry to be distracted there, but my phone made a bingling noise. Okay. And I think working against the odds to create this podcast, we should wrap up quite soon so I don't get cut off. No, that's cool. But if I do get cut off, then that's okay. It's been great. But, um... <laughs> It's so funny. It was one of those things, just thinking, oh, yeah, because we cracked that technology last year. And, I, you know, I left myself maybe 10 minutes this morning to work out how to be on the phone and recording the podcast at the same time. So, yeah, we did it last year. It was easy. Honestly, what? This is, beyond, this is beyond our skills, isn't it? It's, it's incredible what's happened. It's a blur. Yeah. I mean, uh, and all, we've all got an episode. Yeah. They should build a statue yeah. to this day. <laughs> yeah. It's great, it's great that we've done it again. Hopefully it'll come out. Of course, I all I had to do was basically stand in the same place before, but I managed to mess that up. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get over the glitch. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> no, I dropped the recording on my own floor. Whereas I've been running, because of my luck and imagination, I've been running exactly the run I uh, run with my wife, including the little twists and turns we do to make it far enough. And I'll tell you, I saw a famous person. Did you? I did a little loop in Canterbury into a little uh, cul-de-sac there. Yeah. And there was an older woman walking there. And I thought, she's... uh, you know, she's not going to like me running near her. She's trying to have a completely undisturbed lockdown walk. But I was a good 12, 15 feet away from her. Gave her a smile and a wave. Top actor, Fiona Shaw. Oh, really? Off of Killing Eve, etc. So yeah, I gave her a big smile and a wave. And she gave me a very blank, disapproving look <laughs> and looked away. <laughs> she's great. I love Killing Eve. Which one is she in yeah. Killing Eve? Is she, is she the... Uh, she's the, the boss. She's the boss, the older boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. She's fantastic. I saw her in Mother Courage at the National Theatre. She's superb. Oh. So it's so nice to make a positive bond with her oh. and have her feel. Oh. And if she's also uh, um, uh, uh, Petunia Dursley, Harry Potter's aunt. Fantastic. That's a great yeah. spot. Right. I know, and that was today. So thank goodness you were with me, even though you weren't with me. It must, it must be nice. It must be nice in a way when I'm not there that you can, that you can embrace your social distancing without feeling that occasionally you have to catch up with me. Don't through. Yeah, that's right. You can, you can do your own thing without feeling that I'm sort of 
not understand. <laughs> what are you doing, Rob? There's, there's more than enough space. Just if you exactly. squeeze through the, those two old people, it's fine. Well, seriously, here I am. I'm running with my phone in my hand because it couldn't reach in my pocket on the wire. Yeah. I'm wired into phone headphones on one side. <laughs> I've got a fluffy <laughs> microphone on the other side. I'm talking to myself, occasionally saying things like, <laughs> and I'm zigzagging in and out of the road. I mean, in a way, it's aiding lockdown because there's you see it on the news tonight. People in North London have been staying in their houses yeah. because a fluffy ball-faced man yeah. has been zigzagging down the streets like a loon. Botty. Lunatic. Um, but listen, this, this has been a pleasure. If not, obviously, if, if not next week, the week after, I will be back in action. Yes. Hey, you know me, no rush. No, of take course. Take as many tests as you want. You know, take as many as you yeah, can. No, don't worry, I'll be getting tested. You won't see, you won't see me without a plethora of positive, positive tests. Don't worry. I'll, I want to see you with, the, with them all sticking out of you like an acupuncture treatment. I'll have them donated to my running kit. But then that's but It'd th- be like hell, Hellraiser, but with Pfizer vaccines. <laughs> yeah. But take care. And, uh, and I've, I've, I've actually really enjoyed it. Good well, one. good luck. All the best to you and yours and, and all our love to Bonnie. I hope she doesn't feel any worse. And uh, She's actually just yeah. sending, she's actually sending me a message. She's demanding to be towed. Not, it's not that. <laughs> okay, but just if you cream those sausages really fine, she <laughs> won't even know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.